Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of His Only Vice, the film podcast where we discuss the movies that shaped us. All right, you guys, we have a real treat in the studio today. Um, we have one of my closest friends, Mr. Justin Young. Hi, Justin. Hi, Dylan. How are you? I'm good. How good, are you? Good, 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 good. Um, Justin, this yes. is your first time on a podcast, right? This is my first time on a podcast ever. Yes, God. <laughs> and we're here to talk about RuPaul's Drag Race. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, can you imagine? Um, Justin, how have you been? Uh, I've been good. I haven't seen you in so long. Actually, wait. I saw you at the Oscars party. Yes. Because you are a mainstay in the Oscars parties. Yes, I am. Um, it was. It's a tradition, mm-hmm. and I didn't want to miss it. Mm-hmm. We always um, throw an Oscars party every year, and Justin is a mainstay on the guest list, honey. You know what didn't happen at the Oscars party this year? The selfie? Yes. Yeah. We did take one, but after you left. Huh? We did take one, but after you left. God damn it. Yeah, in the elevator. Anyway, Justin. Yes. Dylan. I, I like to start off every podcast getting to know my girst. Your who? Girst. Yes. <laughs> Your girth. Yes, my girth. Yeah, let's go ahead and share sizes. Um no, no, no. Um can you tell us a little bit about yourself, Justin? Uh yeah. My name is Justin. Um <laughs> We gathered. We gathered. Uh, I am a school counselor. I uh, am also a therapist. Okay. Um, we love that. Let's see. I'm from New York City. Yes, God. Uh, let's see. What else do people need to know about me? Um, what's your background? That's important for the episode. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm Chinese, Malaysian, American. Yes, God. Yes, oh, cool. you are. Yes, I am. Um, and that will come back later on with um, the movie we discuss. Mm-hmm. But before we jump into that, Listeners will know that I love to start the episode out um, finding out some movie tastes as well. Okay. So, Justin, favorite movie or movies? If okay, you can't I have, have a done one. Okay, um, hit me. Lay it on me. Lay it on me, sis. I'll start with like cartoons because I really like animated films. Okay. Um, most recently, I Lost My Body. Yes. And Loving Vincent. Yes. Are both amazing. Um. I'm a really big fan of the Marvel, like, cinematic universe. Are you? Yeah. I don't think I knew that. I I watch Avengers Endgame, like, once a month. Do you? Yes. Oh, my God. I had no idea. Wait, what's your favorite Avengers movie? Um, Endgame? Endgame's pretty good. Uh, I really liked... um, Infinity War is my favorite. Huh? Infinity War is my favorite. Infinity War Of the Avengers movies. Um, But when I watch Avengers... Wait, didn't we see Thor together? Or was it just me and you, me and Lucas? That was you and Lucas. Oh, okay. Thanks for inviting me. Ooh, <laughs> I'm getting called out on my own podcast. <laughs> anyway. Um, but when I watch Avengers, I watch like Infinity War and then Endgame. Like oh, in one whole like thing. Damn, that's like a sitting. Yeah, once a month. That's like seven hours of movie. <laughs> Not quite, but basically. It's so good. Um, I also like Boyhood. Oh, yes. Call Me By Your Name. Mm-hmm. Um, Devil Wears Prada. Crazy Rich Asians because uh, you've listed so many movies that we've discussed on this podcast yes uh, uh crazy rich Asians. Uh-huh. um i really like julie and julia okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. we love that yeah. little amy adams meryl street moment mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um amy adams still yet to win an oscar she should yeah she really Someone should. should give her an oscar right now yeah is she the Le- is she the leonardo dicaprio 
Of women, yeah. Yeah, of women. She like yeah. really is. She has like seven nominations, still isn't one. I don't know if it's that many, but it's a lot. That's a lot of nominations. Which is crazy. She should have won. If I was going to pick a movie that she should have won for so far, I would say either American Hustle or... Oh my God, American um, Hustle. Vice, I guess. Okay. Those would be... Or she was really good in Big Eyes too, though. I don't even know if she got nominated for that. It I would. think Big Eyes. Oh, Big Eyes. Oh, Big, big Eyes. eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure she won like a Golden Globe for that and didn't even get nominated for an Oscar. I think it was that movie. I think that happened to her, which is also happened to Aquafina this year, which is also going to tie into what we're going to talk about today. Yes, it is. Um, but before we jump the gun, movie stars. Who are we, who are we loving? Uh, Robert Downey Jr. Okay. Uh, I think he's kind of hot. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He's like a he's like a mainstay Hollywood dilf. Yeah. <laughs> like in that first Iron Man movie when he's like walking across to the middle of the screen to like use his like new iron glove thing i don't remember that part it's been so long since i saw iron man oh, it's so good because okay. like you I see you. like the arch of his back <laughs> <laughs> he got the deeds honey i'm such a thirsty uh, queen. thirsty little bitch and listeners i'll have you know that he has two drinks in front of him so he could quench that thirst if he wants yes let me just stop. asmr delicious delicious um so robert downey jr any robert others robert downey jr um i really like tom holland i think he's also very cute okay so like you're naming all of the mcu yes but <laughs> also Meryl Streep. i really do like Meryl yeah Streep. of course how could you not um and dylan mcpherson <gasps> stop i'm not a movie star yet yet <laughs> that's why um, you're on my list thank you so much um what was i gonna say about um tom holland oh fun fact about tom holland is i saw him play billy elliott in Billy Elliot the musical before oh, he, he was a kid. Yeah, before he was a movie <gasps> star. Yeah. Oh my god. Isn't that crazy? Most yeah. people don't know that he like started as a ballet dancer. Uh I feel like I knew that because in his uh when he did the lip sync battle of like oh, Rihanna, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. oh my god. Like, yeah, he's, he's like a real really he's like good. a legit dancer, yeah. Yeah. And um, um he also he got his start like cinematically in a movie called The Impossible with Naomi Watts. Yes. Did you ever see that? Yes. About I have. the uh tsunami. A, yeah. yeah. That about the tsunami yeah it was really good i was like wow he's really good in this that was like pretty recently after i saw him in billy elia too i think that movie was like 2010 yeah that sounds about right 10 11 yeah i think it was maybe nominated for an oscar for best picture or maybe naomi watts was just nominated for actress i don't really remember but um yeah yeah <laughs> um i'm trying to think of who my favorite like marvel cinematic universe person is well pretty i think much, zoe zaldana is awesome too pretty much every person ever to be in a movie has been in a marvel movie at this point yes um as listeners know my favorite actress is Kate blanchett and yes i have said that every episode and she is in thor ragnarok yes. so she even she made it in oh, you know time. if you're ever playing that game like have you ever played kevin bacon where you try to like you give like two act you give like an actor and you have to make it to kevin bacon in five movies no oh but i i, I kind of have we used to play it at work sometimes but oh. with like different with like don Cheadle or something and you oh. could always get to like anyone through a marvel movie because oh, they really? all have crossover <gasps> in marvel movies yeah amazing anyway um thank justin what did you say i said thank you mcu what thank oh you, MCU, mcu yeah yeah, for literally making a hollywood circle jerk yeah um justin dylan what movie did you bring for us to discuss today i brought to the podcast the farewell <laughs> yeah 
yes okay i love this movie so much so um, i would not stop talking about it after i saw it um it came out just this past year in 2019 mm-hmm. um i saw it alone which mm-hmm. i often do see movies alone i think it was october was it august September? uh july July. July, yeah. It yeah. premiered at Sundance and then had a wide release in July. Mm. Um, and I sat in the theater one summer eve after work and sobbed my eyes out for 90 minutes. Same. Um, so just a little bit of background about this movie. Um, as we were saying, it did come out in 2009 um, after its premiere at Sundance. 2019. 20- oh my God, did I say 2009? <laughs> 2019. <laughs> Jesus, I'm losing it. Um, in 2019, it was written and directed by Lulu Wong. Um who adapted it from a story that she wrote and later told on This American Life called What You Don't Know. Um, It was then picked up by A24 um, for distribution. And in an interview, she actually talked about how difficult it was for her to sell this to producers because she brought it to Chinese producers and they were like, this is too American. She brought it to American producers. They were like, this is too Chinese. So eventually like a whole, I mean, it's got a pretty long list of producers, but thank God it got made. Um, it stars Aquafina, who you may know from, you know, Crazy Rich Asians, Crazy Rich Asians or from her like rap career, or maybe her show My on Comedy Central. Yeah, her badge. Yes, my badge. Um, that was. She was also on Girl Code. Girl Code. What is that? Um, Girl Code was that show on MTV where like girls just talked about like stuff. Love that. And like she would come in, she would like chime in with like Girl Code and like say something funny. Oh, um, I didn't realize that she did that yeah she's also in um oceans eight yes oh my god she was so great in Ocean's yeah she had she had a um big year in 2018 she did that and crazy rich asians like back to back good for her um also repping my hometown did i say 2008 i meant 2019 jesus <laughs> you're like behind it in, in 2018 she did oceans eight and crazy rich asians yes. and in 2019 she did the farewell yes um and now she has her own show on comedy central she does Called Nora from Queens. Aquafina is Nora from Queens. That is um, true. Norlum from Queens. Yes. Cemetery. Yes. Um, this movie was put on Obama's year-end list as one of his favorites, um, as he often does, like, release his favorites from pop culture, like books, sure. TV shows, movies, and this was one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was very important to me um, that when we... I, let me start over. So many of my friends wanted to talk about this movie because so many people love it. Mm-hmm. But it's very important to me that I discuss this movie with an actual Asian person because it is so deeply ingrained in something that I could never possibly understand. So thank you so much for um, volunteering this movie as one you wanted to discuss. It worked out perfectly. Um, and I'm so happy to talk about it. So can we just jump the hook in? Yes. The okay. farewell resonated with me so much. So I'm happy to talk yeah about. i mean it's a movie that's so like deeply rooted in the immigrant experience of like seesawing between like you know the culture that informs you and the place that raised you mm-hmm. um so and like not knowing which to claim like feeling mm-hmm. like you should claim one um similar to like lulu wang lulu wang's experience when she lulu wang wong lulu wong's experience when she was bring it to producers and they were like it's not american enough. exactly not exactly yeah yeah that whole battle of getting it produced is like so much of what the internal battle is that aquafina's character is mm-hmm. feeling in the actual movie mm-hmm. um so for those of you who haven't seen it um like a three sentence version of the plot is 
you know, Aquafina is living in America. She's a Chinese American. Um, she moved to America when she was six. Um, so she, for all intents and purposes, she's, she's like very Westernized, right? Her like thought, her her thoughts and ideals and um, culture is like very Western, at least Western influenced. Um, and she, you know, thinks like a New Yorker now. Um, she, you know, still speaks Mandarin in the movie, but with, you know, a pretty heavy accent and uh, heavy American accent. Um, and so she like, you know, deals with that in the movie and like mm-hmm. feeling mis- mis- uh, misplaced in China when she goes back and blah, blah, blah. But um, basically she finds out that her grandmother has stage four cancer and cancer. her family doesn't want to tell her. Right. And she's like, um, what the fuck? Yeah. So when this movie was being marketed, it was being marketed with like the tagline based on an actual lie. And uh-huh. I was like, hmm. And then when I saw it, I was just dumbfounded by the like idea that you wouldn't tell someone. Yeah. And then I just had to remember that that was like a very Western thing. Cause I too was, uh-huh. you know, raised in America. Uh-huh. Um, and then when I spoke to my Asian friends and my Asian American friends, they were like, Oh yeah, this is like my family story. Yeah. And I was like, Oh my God. So like my favorite thing about this movie is that it exposed me to something so different from anything. I never even heard of this, you know, like phenomenon or tradition or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, so I guess we can, before we get into the movie, has this happened to you, Justin? <laughs> yes. Um, not exactly like that, mm-hmm. but definitely the whole like keeping secrets away from uh, grandparents mm-hmm. is a thing, or just family members in general mm-hmm. is a thing, um, or putting up a front that everything's okay. Yeah, and that's, that's like seen as normal. Yeah, yeah. because... Um, Chinese Americans or just Chinese culture in general, it's very collectivist, right? Um, what you do is going to reflect on your family mm-hmm. um, and you want to reflect well. Right. Uh, and it that's this whole idea of filial piety. Um, it's a Confucian ideal. Yeah. And it's still very much prominent today. I mean, we sort of saw it twice that I can think of in like mainstream Asian American film this year. Um, In the farewell, there's that whole scene where she's arguing like, we can't look cheap. We can't have crab on the menu. Mm -hmm. We need lobster on the menu. Mm -hmm. There was that. And then there was um, in Parasite, there's the the moment when he says, oh, this car looks expensive. It Mm -hmm. must be nice. Mm -hmm. So like that whole, like, you know, putting up this front Mm -hmm. idea. Is rec- it was reflected twice in you know like yeah. mainstream American movies, yeah. not well, mainstream movies that made it to America, I should say. Yeah, um, and Crazy Rich Asians, although it's not like an international film, mm-hmm. um, it's reflected in that too, right? Yeah, because uh, Nick Young, like the girl he brought home, was yeah. going to reflect on his very prominent family, right, right, um, right, right, and what that would look like to like their high society friends. Sure, sure. Um, but yeah, I was just like so fascinated because I can't even um, like my family like almost over communicates. So like I can't imagine not telling somebody that they had cancer. Yeah, uh, it's it's a, I don't even know how to describe it. Uh, in, I guess to put it, do you bleep? 
No, no, no. I swear. Oh, great. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. It's kind of fucked up. Yeah. Like, well, and well, also growing up in America. Yeah, I was going like, to say, can you give us your background? Like, how much did you spend time in Malaysia? Are mm-hmm. you primarily, have you always lived here? So, like, I, I sort of know this, but the yeah. listeners might not. So, I grew up in Malaysia until I was five. I was born there. Okay. Um, but after my grandfather passed away, my dad's dad, um, I moved to America with my grandma um, and my mom. Uh, my dad was already here in America. Uh, so we, you know, rendezvoused with him, um, mm-hmm. and most of my family was already here. So, yeah, after my grandpa died, it, most of my family just. So you're actually you're like right in the timeline that Billy is Aquafina's mm-hmm. character because yeah. she they talk about how she moved to America when she was six. Yeah, um, and like when I saw the trailer for the first time, I was like, "Is this my life?" Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Um, okay. I love that. Thank you yeah. for like being vulnerable talking about that. No, it's cool. Um, back to the movie. Um, there was there's so many good scenes in this movie, and yes. the screenplay is so good. And it is such a shame that it was snubbed out of the Oscars for like it. This screenplay got like every critics award nomination you could think of, mm-hmm. and you know like a bunch of wins as well. Um, and then it was completely snubbed from the Oscars, mm. which was like so fucked up, and also just like once again proves like the oscars you know bias against asian creators even though you know parasite like really swept this year which was amazing yeah um and the reaction to parasite will hopefully show like mainstream american culture that asian movies have been better than american movies for years now so like let's get on it folks absolutely um but anyway um one of my favorite um little early moments is um when nai nai is like telling billy like oh do you have a man yet like you yeah. you need to be you need a man to take care of you da, yeah. da, 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 da. And, and then Billy's she says like, yeah does mr lee take, to take care of me. exactly and then she's like does mr lee take care of you and i nine i like gives her like a smug look and it was like you know it's also good to be independent women should be self-sufficient i yeah. just love that little duality that little switch yeah um and then I also love um, the that dinner scene about you know the piano and the stock investment mm-hmm. and the the school and and how Billy's mom was like, well Billy's dad says because Billy wasn't understanding what they were saying right right but right, right Billy's right. dad translated and was like, uh, they're saying you're like a stock yeah you're an and investment that, yeah you're an investment and then Billy's mom says, uh, you're a bad investment you're a, ba- you're yeah. a really poor investment yeah I was like oh yeah and so. I, so um blunt oh my god so blunt um but which also that that was like another um thing that really struck me is like how swaddled like american kids are mm-hmm. um, like our parents are like so you know um like you can do anything you're perfect da, 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 um, which was you know not the case in this movie asian parents are not afraid to let you have it <laughs> <laughs> love that um that so sticking with that scene for a second something that i was like i what i think lulu wang was like getting at there is like you know there's that story about um uh the church the the priest gives them the key so that she can play piano whenever she wants because they couldn't Mm -hmm. afford a piano when they moved to america um I i think what she was getting at is like you know opportunity is always there if you're willing to take it because at the end they're like um well, Billy, how's your piano now? And she's like, well, I stopped. Mm-hmm. So like, that's like a comment on like, oh, the opportunity was there, but you chose not to like take it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and Billy also has like this sort of millennial view of the world, right? Where she's also like, well, mom, that's not like a, a, a completely accurate, you know, metaphor for the U S like right. not every priest is handing out keys to play free pianos. Right? right. So like, I really loved like the duality of that yeah. too. And, and Billy like highlights a lot of issues going on in America. She's like healthcare. Yeah. 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 Gun like, violence. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that scene is just, um, they, they cover so much, right? Yeah. Like, um, like the, the people who are still living in China and her family are like, you all think that the moon is rounder outside of China or shines mm-hmm. brighter outside of China, whatever mm-hmm. they say. And then the mom, Billy's mom says, um, well then if China's so great, why are you sending, you know, your son to college in America? Bao. Bao, yeah. yeah. And, um, she like doesn't really have an answer. Mm-hmm. So like, again, you see this sort of like duality of like wanting to own where you come from, but also wanting to like seek opportunity elsewhere. It's like that kind of internal conflict between like East or West. Yeah, totally. Um, and there's no like dialectic there. Right? Yeah. And you see it again, like when she checks into the hotel, mm-hmm. uh, that, I think this is before actually the dinner scene where the guy's like, Oh, you must love America must be so much better than here. Mm-hmm. And when Billy is, you know, in China, she's like, well, you know, it's different. Mm-hmm. Um, because Billy doesn't necessarily have a reason to like love America because we just saw her like get rejected from all these programs that she right. wanted to. So she's like sort of like aimless in her life in America. So she's like, well, why wouldn't I be here where my purpose is to like help Nai Nai? Yeah. So like it, the whole movie really like serves as a, um, uh, like a, like a springboard for like this discussion of East versus West in mm-hmm. general. Yeah. Um, it just so happens that like the, the, the vehicle for that is the grandma getting sick. Yeah. I don't know if you have any thoughts on that. I'm like talking about this as a white person, as if I have like any perspective, but no, that was I, just like me as a consumer. That's sort of what I was getting. Yeah. Um, because I, I am like very fascinated by the whole thing. It's like, mm-hmm. again, this movie exposed to me to so much that I had never even thought of. So, yeah. And that internal conflict of like, um, being American or being Chinese, Malaysian, at least for me, um, you know, it's a conflict. It's an internal conflict that, it's always coming up, yeah. right? Uh, it's coming up at home. It's come. It comes up very similarly to how Billy, like, you know, to to what happens to Billy, you know, yeah, with yeah, her yeah. grandma being sick. Uh, yeah. In my own family, like, similar thing happened, and yeah. like, we're we also like withhold things. But me being me having only grown up here, I haven't even gone back to Malaysia in years. Right. Um. I. Like my first, much year. like you know, Billy hadn't come back in forever too. Yeah. Um, hopefully, I get to go back this year. Yeah. But who knows? Um, but Billy, similar to Billy's like gut reaction, is like, well, that's kind of messed up that we're not telling Grandma that like this is happening to her. Yeah. Um, and and you were feeling the same way when this was happening in your family. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I'm feeling the same way. Because it's still happening, right? Right, 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 right. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. Like, Do you feel like you are, like, sort of in the middle of the Venn diagram? Or, like, like can you understand both? Or do you find yourself, like, drifting toward one side or the other? I find myself drifting towards uh, a West, the Western way of, I guess, thinking. Okay. And at the same time, I can also empathize with um, what my how my relatives uh view the situation yeah Yeah, because they grew up with very eastern ideals even though they live here in america Mm -hmm. um and 
like I, I can see why they would think that yeah um but you know me being you know based I, I like grew up here so yeah, like, yeah. I mean I like don't know how to think otherwise yeah Americans are definitely like very like individualistic as opposed to like yeah you know rooted in collectivism like you were talking about before mm-hmm. um and so like the idea of like making this decision for someone is very weird for us I think yeah yeah and um there's a scene where Billy's uncle mm-hmm. um calls Billy out on her westernness I yeah, guess. yeah yeah i mean what he would call probably um selfishness yeah yeah um he's like you know you only think of people and people from the west only think that life is for oneself right but he uh billy's uncle i think his name is how ying um it might be how ying yeah something something definitely starts with an h i don't remember um um, exactly off the top of my head. Billy's but, um, uncle. Hi Bin. H I. I can see the subtitles. H A I B I N. How Bing? How it might be How Bing or How Ying. Okay. Um, but he says actually I have the direct quote because it yeah, like, yeah 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 please resonate yeah. with me so much. He said in America you think one's life belongs to oneself, but that's the difference between the East and the West. In the East, your life is part of a whole family, society. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. It's much more eloquently said in Mandarin, yeah, um, <laughs> and not as, uh, yeah, not as like impactful in English. But yeah. um, the point is still there. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. kind of the conflict that uh, a lot of Chinese Americans face yeah. um, at some point. Um, and it's like deeply reflective of Lulu Wang's own story too. Obviously, like she adapted it from a story of her own life. Mm-hmm. Her own aunt is playing like the aunt figure in this movie, mm-hmm. which um, I didn't know until you told me. To- yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, she talked. I mean, Lulu Wang spent a lot of her childhood in China, but then mm-hmm. you know moved to America. Um, so it's it's very it's a very intimate, raw, like um, almost kind of brave like story to be telling because it is so deeply rooted in her own life. So, yeah. which is another thing that makes it so good. And it's very intimate because like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're being specific. Yeah. It's very specific. But I think much like, you know, like some of these movies, like, I don't like lady bird or, or moonlight or like these movies that are hyper specific to like someone's reality. That's what makes something so universal. Like mm-hmm. you can connect to something so much more when it's specific mm-hmm. than when it's just sort of wishy-washy, like mm-hmm. um, broad stroke, you know, comedy or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, when things are hyper specific, you're like, oh, this isn't my exact experience, but I know I have an experience that's so like this. Yeah. And like, that's for me, that's what really drew me to watch this film. And like you, I saw it on my own in right. the theater and sob. <laughs> and what's so funny is like he talks about that scene you were just talking about with the uncle is like they talk about how Nai Nai did this to her husband. So like shouldn't she suspect that it's happening to her? Like does mm-hmm. she suspect that's sort of like also like a subcurrent of the movie is like do we think she knows? Like um I think Nai Nai knows. Um that she's dying. Although I don't think she knows she doesn't she's die. Dying. She's still not Lulu Wong's Grandmother is still not dead. Yes. Six years later, seven years later. So. Oh my God, spoilers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, spoiler alert, if you're listening to this podcast and you haven't watched The Awake, the Farewell yet, catch up, first yeah. of all. Um, second of all, turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> um, wait, so I also like to talk about, you know, like most favorite part and least favorite part. And okay. 
I just mentioned my least favorite part. My least favorite part is that I spent this whole goddamn movie feeling <laughs> so sad just to find out she lives. Uh, I was like, oh my and god, she's so you couldn't have told me this in the beginning. They, and they get uh, what is it? A, lo- a cute little video of her going ha. Yeah, yeah, ha. yeah, yeah. Which, which don't get me wrong, I love that she lives. I'm so happy that she's still alive. Mm-hmm. But my biggest grievance was the movie is that I just spent so much time like falling in love with this woman, mm-hmm. thinking that she's gonna die at the end, mm-hmm. and. Um, which also leads into my favorite part, which is when she's waving at the taxi at the end. Oh my Bitch, God. cue the motherfucking waterworks. <laughs> when that scene happened, I was sobbing. Yeah. Um, I don't cry a lot at movies. Oh, uh, I, I cry all the time. Yeah. I don't cry a lot at movies. But like, the music will swell and I'll start crying. A single tear rolled down my cheek. And then yeah. another one. And another yeah. One, and yeah. Another one. yeah. Yeah. Um, but what are your, what are your, um, what's your favorite part? My favorite part, I think think might be when billy is all like yeah i stopped playing piano but then back at nanai's house she's like going off i know she's going absolutely off i was like yes yeah i like that detail too yeah Yeah. and they're all kind of like shocked they're like oh Mm -hmm. Um, i think um the conversation with the doctor is also another one of my favorite yes i love that too um because thank you for mentioning that yeah because he like studied in the west yeah yeah yeah. uk yeah he studied in the uk but he's like completely embracing this eastern idea of uh, oh, i wish i knew exactly what he said but um he's embracing this idea of people keeping things away from their family um t- so that they are taking on the emotional burden rather than placing it on the person who's sick yep yeah um and the doctor he says you know he finishes his piece with it's a good lie yeah um it's like it's not a malicious lie. It's yeah, mm-hmm. based in wanting to, you know, protect, mm-hmm. even though we might not see it that way. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then what's your least favorite part? My least favorite part. Um, if you have one. I do. Uh, my least favorite part is the cringy wedding scenes where people oh, are just yeah. on stage doing random things because I have been to those weddings. Uh, people yeah. are just in the front of just the room. Just too familiar. Yeah, yeah. A, a little a little too triggering. Um, no, not triggering. Uh, but um, very reminiscent of, like, Chinese weddings. And mm-hmm. they play these, like, weird games. And uh, it's a little cringy, which is the reason why it's my least favorite part. Yeah, but yeah, at the yeah. same time, it's very, like, nostalgic. Accurate, yeah. Yeah. Um, I've never played those exact games, but whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I also just wanted to say, because I was just... I just mentioned Moonlight, mm-hmm. that Lulu Wong and Barry Jenkins are dating, and I want them to adopt me. Two of my favorite filmmakers in a relationship. Okay. You would I've heard everything. make a really good adopted child. Thank you so much. Yeah. Sorry, Mom and Dad. <laughs> Um, I'm trying to think of other um, Dylan McPherson, Wong Jenkins. Yeah, mm-hmm. just sort of rolls off the tongue, yeah. doesn't it? I think it should be um, Dylan McPherson, Jenkins, Jenkins Wong. Wong. Yeah, that. No, it's Women's Day, so yeah, yeah. but put Dylan. hers last, so that's the last word on your lips. Okay, fine. Jenkins Wong, yes. honey, that's gonna be the one you remember. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I wanted to talk about the dinner table scenes. Like yeah. the scenes where Go like, off. they're having like meals. I think every single scene where they're like sitting around this table with like the moving 
glass. Yeah, the like um, lazy Susan. Yeah. yeah. Is that what it's called? A lazy Susan? I mean, that's what a cupboard is called that revolves. So I think so. A lazy Susan. Listeners, chime in. Leave us a comment if yeah. that's what it's called. What is that round? It's also thing? in Muriel's Wedding, too, which I've also talked about. In, this in what? Muriel's Wedding. Have you ever seen that? Mm-mm. They eat, they like go out for like family-style Chinese, and they like put all the dishes on the lazy Susan in the middle and spin it around. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's called a lazy Susan. Um, yeah, whatever that thing is called, let us know. Because um, <laughs> no, I just thought it was like a glass thing that... Whatever. Um, but I think in those scenes, you see a lot of like the family dynamic and you get a really good understanding of how fam- family systems work mm-hmm. uh, in Chinese culture. Um, and I specifically say Chinese culture because I don't want to generalize. Right, right, right. right. Um, and usually it's like the matriarch who, or patriarch, uh, who has the last word. Um, and you see all of her sons kind of, you see all of Nai Nai's sons which is like billy's dad and billy's uncle Mm -hmm. um kind of pander to her and cater to her um yeah he's like you're talking about the one where he's like no matter where i am or what password i have i'm always chinese talking about that part yeah how they're like how he's like basically trying to be the best son (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah and like despite having left for japan yeah and i think it might have been and, and yeah, and Billy's dad kind of claps back and was like, "Well, you left for Japan, right? Right? Yeah. Um, so if you love it so much, why'd you leave? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very. Um, it's definitely a movie like based in duality, and like Lulu doesn't like tell you which way to think. She just sort mm-hmm. of lays it all out. Yeah. Um, which I also love because I, I think I actually think I heard her talk about once, um, how we. Um, don't trust viewers in, uh, enough. Like we need to just like lay a story out and let them think and like let them um, decide. Like she's like very anti-exposition, and I actually love that because I think the best directors just sort of like serve up what it is. They don't mm-hmm. like tell you how to feel or mm-hmm. whatever. And you um, make up your own mind. Yeah, I think like you know Catherine Bigelow is really good at that. Um, Paul Thomas Anderson is like the fucking master of that. Mm-hmm. Lulu Wong is like showing us how good that she is. So I, I really love that about this movie is like, there's no, it's not pro China or pro America. Mm-hmm. It just is, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's like a very, I guess, objective view of a very common experience. Um, yeah. Which I had no idea was a common experience. So like, yeah, it's again, like I can't express like how important this movie is to like really show, um, different ideas and different thoughts and like mm-hmm. how we shouldn't be judging, mm-hmm. you know, other cultures for their ideas or like how they do things for, especially when it's something this personal. Yeah. Um, what about the, the graveyard scene with the offerings and the screaming and everything? Do you have any insight on that? Yeah. So, um, my, or personal relation. Yes. So my paternal grandpa, uh, he died when I was five, but I vividly remember some parts of his funeral, which is like weird. Okay. Um, like I remember not being happy that I couldn't watch Rugrats when I was like five uh, because right. of this funeral that was happening. Sure, but I also remember um, uh, money being burned. Like we would like, I forgot if we threw money into a fire, um, but we definitely burned fake money. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the farewell, when they're at the graveyard in in front of um, Billy's. Grandfather's grave. Yeah. Uh, they're <laughs> they're burning paper iPhones. <laughs> yeah, so that, and uh, and an iPad. I think is an iPad. And an iPad, <laughs> so that Which, he has you know 
Apple technology yeah, <laughs> up in heaven or love. wherever he is, right? Um, but they also, like, smoke a cigarette for him. Yeah. yeah and yeah, Nainai yeah. is like, no, no don't, don't smoke. Let him smoke. Yeah, he yeah. quit. And, and they're like, fuck you. He's dead. Let <laughs> yeah. him enjoy a cigarette. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they're, like, peeling bananas. Yeah. Uh, they're, like, ripping. They're, like, putting petals all over his grave. I don't know. Um, and then you see, like, Bao, which is, like, uh, Billy's younger cousin. Yeah, who's, um, like, just, like, on his, like, Game yeah, Boy or whatever. Who's on his, yeah. like, iPhone. He's on yeah. his iPhone. Yeah. Um, which they should have, you know, threw into the fire. Like, how yeah. dare you be so disrespectful? Which is also ancestors. interesting because, like, he's the one that's supposed to be, like, proudly Chinese, and he's the one acting most, like, Gen Z. Yes, and he's um, the one who like an is American, supposed to go to America honestly. for yeah, college. Exactly. Um, so that's another just, like, sort of thing that Lulu drops in there. Mm-hmm. Um and just to, like, talk about, like, the way that it's shot and the way it's directed, it's, like, the color correction, first of all, is beautiful. It's, mm-hmm. like, um, very, like, um, saturated with um, very, like, uh, ev- evocative colors and, like, patterns and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, there's all those wedding scenes. They have, like, that that royal blue curtain. Mm-hmm. And, like, they take their their wedding photos in front of that, like, pink and blue, like, sky background. Yeah. And, um, all of the... And the, the opening sh- scene of that, like, mural in the hospital. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where it's just, like, her head, like, against it. Mm-hmm. There's also the, um, all the shots of, like, the exterior buildings in China where it's, like, very geometric. And mm-hmm. um, I just think it's, it's, it's so evocative and beautiful and, like... Um, and very identical. Yeah, it's, very, like, very ge- geometric. And um, uh, Lulu and her cinematographer, Anna um, Franqueza Solano, they, like, really... Um, took the time to, I think, like, invite you into this world, even mm-hmm. if you have no touchstone. Mm-hmm. Like me, like, I felt very invited to this, you know, predicament, even though I had no touchstone into, you know, what it meant or what it felt like to go through something like this. And I thought that was, like, very thoughtful and um, emotional. And, mm-hmm. yeah, I really, I'm a big fan of, like, how it looks, too. Like, aesthetically, the movie is yeah. lovely. Um, there was... You know that scene of when Mr. Lee, Nai Nai's boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Or whatever he is. Yeah. With the water? Yes. With, with the two rooms? Yes. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, you yeah. see, like, the pink bucket and the yes. pink bucket. Yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, interesting. Like, yeah. those were, like, the only pops of color and, like, I don't know, a lot of beige and, like, yeah, pale yeah. green. The, the, the actual apartment itself, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you go to, like, the restaurant or, like, the wedding hall and everything is, like, so campy, like, full of color. Yeah, but um, when you go to, like... A dim sum restaurant right. or like a Chinese catering hall. Like yeah. Those are very much yeah, the colors yeah, yeah, that you yeah. see. There's like the scarlet red and like royal blue. Oh like God. everything a is like jewel tone. Yeah. Yes, a lot of red, a lot of jewel tones. Yeah. Yeah. It's very that. Yeah. I really like that a lot. Um, There was one other thing I wanted to talk to you about that we were talking about with this movie. Oh, um, the the scene where Billy, um, you know, breaks down in the hotel room. Or wherever they are, and her mom's like, I didn't want you missing school. You talked oh my, about how that was like very familiar to you as well. Yeah. So when my mater- so when my mom's dad died, my maternal grandfather, um, I was thirteen, right? And um my mom flew back to and I was turning thirteen. I remember because my mom wasn't here for my thirteenth birthday. Okay. Because you know, my grandpa was dying from pancreatic cancer right, in Malaysia. Right. Uh, so my mom flies home, um, and I wanted to go because mm-hmm. I had missed um, the first opportunity my family had to go back to Malaysia. Mm-hmm. So my entire family went except for me. But uh, when I was turning 13, it's like the middle of February. Well, no, beginning of February. 
and we're like halfway through the school year and I really wanted to go and see my grandpa um, because the last time I saw him was when I was five, right? Right. Uh, but my mom was like, no, you have to go to school. <laughs> so when... That's crazy. You, yeah, so when Billy is like kind of yelling at her mom, like, you know, I you didn't, didn't even get to me, see yeah. uh, grandpa before he died. He just sort of died. vanished, yeah. Yeah, he just sort of vanished. I was like, same. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Um, and so I haven't been back to Malaysia yet, but I'm very much expecting that feeling of like, you know, yeah, like grandpa kind of vanished. Like right, the last right, time right, I was right. here, he was here. Right. Um, Even though it's over a decade now. Yeah, it's been over a decade, but like, you know, what's familiar to me about like my home in Malaysia is that, you know, all these people were there. Right. And now it's like, you know, um, my childhood home isn't what it was. Right. Uh, my grandparents' home, like they had moved. Um, like my grandpa's not there. So like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, and with Billy, her, uh, is it her childhood home or, like, Nai's old home or old neighborhood isn't even there anymore. Right, 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 right. Like she talks about how it's, like, bulldozed or something mm-hmm. or torn down. Um, yeah, I'm just, like, waiting for that to happen to me because I just know all my family's going to move to Florida because, you know, I don't know if I've shared this on the podcast, but I'm originally from Vermont. Oh, yeah, I did. I, I talked about how me and Taylor are both were from Vermont. And, um... Luckily, like, my whole life when I go back there is exactly the same, which mm-hmm. I actually, you know, don't like. Mm-hmm. I like I don't like to, like, go back to that, like... I like New York for the amount of, like, anonymity I can have. I can sort of just do my own thing and mm-hmm. nobody, like, you know, ask me questions mm-hmm. or, you know... I, I sort of like just being a speck yeah. in, of sand on the beach. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I go back, it's, like, a little uncomfortable. But I know that, like, as soon as something changes, it's going to be so weird for me because I haven't experienced that yet. Yeah. Um, my brother moved to Florida and I moved to New York, but everyone else is still in Vermont. So it's yeah. like, it's so weird. Yeah. To think and about. I mean, if I do go back to Malaysia, I'll, I'm happy to report back and tell you what it's yeah, like. Yeah. Yeah. Like what it feels like. Yeah. 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 Well, thank you for sharing all these like so personal stories of course. Um, and you're like touchstones for these pieces of culture that again, like I had no, um, you know, window into. Yeah. So, um, again, it was like very important to me that I discussed this movie with someone who could give me context. <laughs> yeah. Um, even like the scenes where, uh, the family is sitting around the, the dinner table in Nai Nai's home yeah. and everyone's just kind of like making food and yeah. like putting food on Billy's plate, yeah, and, like, yeah, yeah. you know, putting the like, bun in her mouth. Yeah, and, yeah. Like that's very much like what family dinner feels like. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, even in, like, sort of American culture, like, a grandma does sort of just, like, pile food on your plate. At least my grandma did that, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, very that. Yeah. Uh, a lot of that, actually. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah. Um, and then I like to just sort of do the, um, the uh, like, what I call the awards report cards. So I just want okay. to, like, you know, give the, the rundown and see if we thought of any snubs, blah, blah, blah. Um, so it got two Golden Globe nominations, uh-huh. um, one for foreign language film and uh-huh. one for best actress in a musical or comedy, which was a nomination for Aquafina that became a win. So Aquafina won for best um, actress in a musical or comedy, and then was shut out of the Oscars. Um, I'm frowning. And, uh, yeah. Oh, I forget yeah. that this is a podcast. It's not yeah. a video. I'm uh, frowning. Yes, <laughs> he's frowning. Out. Podcasts are famously not a visual medium. Um, and then it got Independent Spirit Award wins for, you know, Best Film and Best Supporting Actress for Zhao mm-hmm. Shijian, who played um, Nai Nai. So, mm-hmm. again, like, critics were, like, absolutely going psycho over this movie. It, like, got every critic nomination you could possibly get and then, like, completely snubbed out the Oscars. 
Um, and then in terms of like snubbery, mm-hmm. I think Zhao Shuzhen gave like the best supporting performance of the year. Never mind like male or female mm-hmm. comedy or drama. Like yeah. I thought her, that is like what a supporting character should be. Yeah. Um, she was very genuine and she was very much like involved yeah. in like, and I don't think Billy's like experience. anyone else could have done it. And like talk about bursting onto the American film scene. Like everyone was like obsessed with her. Mm-hmm. And everyone and was so talking cute. about her and she's so cute. And in like her, all of her press junkets, yeah. she was so nice and so yeah. funny. And, and she, she has like the typical Asian grandma Afro. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And she was so excited to be like here and like, you know, doing the junket in Hollywood. She was yeah. always so cute, but um, you know, shit happens. At least that performance is going to live on. Oh, so um, good. But yeah. Do you have any other thoughts about this movie, Jay? Um, no. You like, to it's, contribute? Huh? Have you listened to the um, This American Life recording yet? I I listened to like half of it. But, I have like, not it's heard annoying it because, I really need like, to. Um, they took it off podcasts and oh. you could only listen to it like from the website. Gotcha. And like when you like... So you need like a computer. <laughs> yeah. And like when you pause it on the website or like if you... And you're listening to it on your phone, like it just starts all over. Oh damn, um, which is stupid. Yeah, it's I guess American I should life. put it back on. Podcasts, yeah, what the heck, please. guys? Um, they probably did it for marketing for this movie. <laughs> They're like, no, you need to watch the movie. But you think they would want you to do both? Yeah. But anyway, so I like to you know end. I like to wrap things up with um, the um, recommendation portion where, you know, we give a, if you liked this, you'll love this type of situation. So I thought of one that like has nothing to do with Asian culture, but it very much like feels like the sentiment of the immigrant experience. And that is, um, um, real women have curves. Have you heard of that movie? Ooh, it's a 2002 movie about a Mexican family living in LA. It stars America Ferreira pre Betty who, or mm-hmm. not Betty who Jesus, the pop, the pop star, Betty who yeah. before ugly Betty, Love Betty uh, who. me too, girl. Um, and it's, um, about, you know, like a young, um, woman who wants to go to college and like have a life outside of her family's, sewing factory mm-hmm. but she feels just like so tied down by you know her mexican american family being like no you need to you know work in this shop and you're going to continue on and you're going to sew just like your mother whereas like she also has you know a different latin influence in her life her teacher who's like no you need to go to school and like da, da, da. so it, it feels very similar in that aspect mm-hmm. um plus you know it it's starring um a woman and it was written by a woman and um the play that it's based on is by a woman. It was directed by a woman. So like it goes along with today's theme of, you know, it, we're recording this episode on international women's day. So yeah, that, that was probably my, we're praising a lot of women today. We sure are honey. Cause the world wouldn't go around without them. Yes, absolutely. Um, do you have any suggestions? Um, I think we were talking about this earlier there and I thought really hard, uh, about like a recommendation. Uh, like if you liked the farewell, you should watch this. Um, I couldn't really think of any because the farewell, I think, is so wholly unique and it's yeah. like, yeah. And I, I guess, like, I don't know if you like Asian films, mm-hmm. like, uh, Parasite is a good go to. Um, yeah, Crazy Rich Asians, of course. Um, uh, I don't know. In terms of like, um, a glimpse into like Chinese life, uh-huh. um, 
if you liked like you know that aspect of the farewell i mean i would always suggest like the movies of Wong Kar Wai, like um, the ones that would maybe be the closest to this or like in the mood for love or happy together. Um, those sort of have a sort of a similar feel of um, things happening, you know, maybe when they shouldn't because, you know, they're both about a love that either falls apart or can't even begin. Um, and then if you also like, you know, Chinese movies, there's a movie called Yi Yi, which is really good. Um, it's a little longer, but that's basically like uh, a glimpse into Chinese oh everyday life, yeah, yeah Chinese yeah. traditions. But you, you look like you just had a brain blast. Yes. Oh my god. There's. Oh god. I hate myself because I don't remember the name of the movie because I watched it so long ago and like it never. Wait, what's it about? I might know it. Um. All right. It's about this Asian American chef uh-huh. who's gay. His okay. mom comes to town to visit, and, like, his mom is very n- unaccepting of him being gay. Oh, no, I don't think I know that one. Oh, God. Oh, hold on. Look it up. Producer? <laughs> Can we get someone on this? Can we get someone on these plot points? Uh, we don't have a title or a director or a screenwriter or any of the actors, <laughs> hold on. but... Is that what it's called? Eat with me? Yes, eat with me. Um, actually, my Sharon, um, my f- so let's see who's in it. Nicole Sullivan's in it. Okay. Uh, Edward Chen is in it. Um, Sharon Omi, she's an actress from LA. Uh, okay. my friend Garrett, uh, that's her aunt. Okay. And when I visited, eat California, with me. It's called. It's called Eat with Me. Interesting. And um, it's Chinese. It's Asian American. I don't know if they're chi- yes, they're let's see. Uh yes, Chinese. Cool. Um I'll have to add that to my list cuz I have not seen that. Yeah. Uh let's see. Got Oh, uh George uh George Takei is there? Oh yeah, Takai. Uh George Takai, Ken Narasaki, um Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I th- I think if you like the farewell, this might be um close, similar in feel. Yeah. Close-ish uh movie. Okay. Yeah. Well, love that. Well, Justin, thank you so much. You're for welcome, Dilly. I'm so happy that we recapped RuPaul's Drag Race. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> that is what we focused on. Um you guys, um you can follow Justin on social media at on Instagram at Justin Young. On Twitter, I'm private. Okay. So don't follow me there. Okay. Uh, on Facebook, I guess you can find me. But Instagram's fine. Instagram's at Justin fine. Young. We'll put it in the bio. We'll put the links in bio. Um, and you could call me at... Just kidding. Yeah, you can call me at 555 1-800-639-0666. Do you know the 77s seven in New York? What? When... <laughs> Two one two seven 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 for when you need a ride from the airport to wherever you need to go. Oh, is that a thing? Yeah. Oh my god, I've never heard of it. Uh, Famously, out of cheap and now. take the train from JFK. Okay. Anyway, goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Thanks, Thank Dusty. you for having me, Dilly. Wait, can you say goodbye and um, what what language do you speak? Cantonese. I speak Cantonese. I know a little bit of Mandarin. Okay. Uh, my grandma speaks Hokkien. Okay. Or Hakka. Uh, so I speak a little of Hakka. Can you say goodbye in any of those? 
I could say it with like a Chinese inflection. Okay. It's like, bye-bye. Oh. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>